0: Hello, welcome to Divas, Diamonds, and Dollars, a Lady Boss podcast. We empower goal-oriented women business owners and leaders looking for whole life strategies to live their best life. So that's just a minor introduction to what we do on a weekly basis. But today I am excited to bring you an installment from our Signature Women Trailblazer interview series. And so... I'm not going to throw the mind of this expert because, as you know, as sisters, we already ask each other questions each week. But I am just really delighted to really highlight Larissa Troche, who gives you many insights as a realtor. And particularly this month, we have been talking about home ownership and real estate. And so what better person to have for our Trailblazer series than to introduce you to Larissa. As a realtor and business consultant, she is most certainly an astute leader with extensive corporate experience. And you often hear her talk about being both, uh, well, what she tries to get many of us to do is be a multipreneur, And sometimes some people call it um, serial entrepreneurship. So however way you receive it. So while we're going to focus on her um, expertise in the real estate market, just want to tell you a little bit more about her. So She is at the helm of the Larissa Group. Hopefully, you, some of you, have you know looked for her, looked for other information on maybe on her YouTube channel. She has a real estate site. She also was the proud founder of the Pink Passport Society, which is a another premier organization to which I was um, had the profound, both opportunity and willingness, and excited when she launched that several years ago. I don't remember when that was, but it was really just a wonderful opportunity. So her Pinkport Society is a mastermind membership community. And so as I've Said real estate. I don't know why I'm tripping over my sister because I guess because she's my sister, all of a sudden I can't just talk about her, you know, and give it to, give it to you straight. So please forgive me. So she's a broker, she has a uh, MBA. And one of the important things, it is certainly not last but least, she is also an Air Force veteran. She's been a longtime resident of the Northern California area. She now serves the Bay Area, and she helps uh, other transplants who have been priced out of the Silicon Valley. And so if you are looking for newer, more affordable homes in the Far East Bay, Ms. Troche specializes in working with entrepreneurial-minded investors who are seeking best practices to run their investment like a business. So you're going to hear us talk about both investment as a business and a little bit about if you are just you know wanting to buy a home for yourself okay and without further ado let me get started are you ready for these questions Larissa you bet all right so my first question and I think this could go both ways so a first time buyer could be both for their own personal use as well as buying it for a business. So I want to start with that question just to kind of kick people off in thinking, and you know, who knows, they may want to do both at the same time. So, what should a first time buyer know?
1: First of all, ignore the headlines. Huh. I don't know if that's first of all, but anyway, you know, there are a lot of moving parts when you buy a house. And in this hurly burly world of so much information, uh, you know, flying back and forth, the important thing is to make a list of what you want. You need to know what you are looking for because you can get out there and you can get so excited and you forget, and you get in your si- inside the house and you go like, dang it, and nobody wants you to get to dang it. So make a list of what you want. You do need to be pre approved, and by that, you need to have the letter from the lender saying, Yes, we will lend to this buyer. And you also, as an investor, you're going to actually need to have proof of funds because not just your approval letter, that's not enough for the sellers who are selling investment properties. They also want to know that you have the cash flow to go through with the loan. So, there are some slight differences you know everybody wants show me the proof show me the money so there is that but I really strongly recommend that you make a list of what you want be sure to stick to it as much as you can because I mean you have your wish list and you have your deal breakers and then you know your must-haves and just as long as you know what those are then you have a better chance of getting what you want but take your time you don't have to buy the first house you see. I strongly recommend you don't buy the first house you see.
0: I'm correct.
1: Because you know, you again you need to be sure and this is a big investment. That's the other thing you need to know. It is a big investment, so take your time, choose wisely. And if I may, partner with a realtor to guide you every step. There are some there are some nuances and never mind that paperwork. There's a lot to it.
0: Okay, so so now that you've kind of got the basics, folks, it always starts with a list, right? You, no, no, this is not an impulse buy that you want to make under, under any circumstances, okay? It's easy to do and you, know, you really have to restrain yourself if you're that person, okay? So uh, before I get into some more particulars, you kind of alluded to it and what you were covering just a minute ago give us your take on the market, you know, kind of set up the, you know, what the market, cause it's, you know, it's wide open right now. Real estate is is wide open. Right. And, you know, as I said in my introduction, sometimes it's about where you are. What are the reasons that you're trying to look for property? So what's your take on the market?
1: Well, I'm not oblivious to what's going on. So I will say yes, I think the word we're going to go with is complicated. Okay. And that is just because there are a lot of, mo- again, I'm sorry to repeat myself, there's a lot of moving parts. And it is not helped by the recent increase in interest rates. But I will remind you again the pandemic years were not the norm. Those are the most recent years that people can remember. But those 3% uh interest rates, those were not the norm. That was just to stimulate. The economy. So now the rates are higher. They're not attractive and they will impact the affordability of your home. And I will say that because people are uncertain about the economy, there are not as many um, properties available, but I said not as many. I did not say none. Right. So there are still properties available. There are closings, uh, sellings, listings every day, every month, And you need to know, again, I said ignore the headlines because it is very much location, location, location. So there are quote unquote deals to be had to the good. It's currently a buyer's market in many ways and that there's, because of the higher interest rates, there's less competition. So you shouldn't be involved in bidding wars. You have a little bit of negotiation on the price points because there are fewer buyers. So the seller, if he wants to sell, then, you know, you have a little bit more, um, you'll have a little bit more to bring to the table because this is currently more of a buyer's market. In any case, I just need you to understand that the headlines are usually generalized and there is no such thing as general real estate. It is really location, location, location. And as an investor, now I know that you like to buy Below market, and you want to look at your cash flow. Cash flow is king, so you may need to go a little bit further out, depending on where you are. But I just do need you to know that real estate is still happening every day. I see transactions and closings, for sale signs all the time. So it may take you a minute. We recommend it, it takes you a minute anyway, and that's why we said make a list and stick to it. But um, there are deals to be had. There are houses to be bought so that's
0: yes. okay so oh, I'm sorry I, I thought you were through but because you got me thinking several different things as I said earlier I'm, I'm probably gonna throw out questions both for personal ownership as well as business and so you said a couple things that reminded me you know two camps here but I want to make sure that you know, depending on the listeners, I mean, there are people who are going to be in different camps. So on the one hand, as you said, it is, it really can be a buyer's market. And so that could be personal and business, you know, an investment, because even though I'm not looking to buy anything right now, I do pay attention to the market. I, you know, I, all every Sunday, I want to see what the houses have been sold and what they sell for. Right. But also uh, with the whole pandemic impact on available real estate there's a lot of empty properties out there and I I'm always thinking what in the world are they gonna do with all this you know empty properties right and so I, I think as a I don't I know you have a news uh, you do a weekly well not well sometimes you do a news magazine a newsletter and so Let's talk a little bit about benefits to the home ownership because the, as a realtor, I'm sure you run up against, people say they want to buy, right? But then they back out. So what's the benefit to owning a home for some people who are on the fence? And if you're not one of those, but you really are looking to do something, uh, you want some brick and mortar for your business or you're a multipreneur so you really could have space what are the benefits to both if you will i know that's a double barrel question but i know you're up for it
1: okay let me let me hold, let me hold on to something okay so first of all i mean i i really feel strongly that when you own real estate it is really the launch pad for wealth building that is a primary benefit I mean, we we'll I need a place to live and I suppose you could rent. I just don't understand why you want to give someone else all your money and all your hard-earned equity. But that, so owning real estate, first of all, for whatever reason, it improves your credit, right? So it's a launch pad for building wealth. It's a credit builder for uh, individual home buyers. As the equity builds up, that to me can be used for many different things. It can help you buy additional property it can, <clears throat> in my case, I own multiple properties and I intend to use some of that equity for my uh, retirement. Mm-hmm. So there are different, many different things you can do with the equity. And I'm gonna stick to California cause I'm not sure this is nationwide, but you know, because affordable housing is so, such, so scarce, you know, there are opportunities to add additional uh, you can build in your backyard ADUs, additional dwelling units. If you need cash flow, if you're not sure about how to pay for the house, you can get a roommate. That's a little different. Or you can build an extra uh, you know, studio up to a two bedroom in your backyard. As a matter of fact, if you have a big piece of land, you can add that to your wish shopping list when you're looking for property. Buy a large lot. You can build probably up to two, up to four units in your yard. So there are different ways to how you own the home, but more importantly, what you can do with the home after you get it. And it really actually goes the same way for an investor if you're buying real estate. you still get to do the same thing. those those additional benefits of adding to the lot are not restricted to the individual or retail invest uh, buyer. Investors can do the same thing and that's really sometimes what they're looking for is maximizing cash flow. And as an investor, your you're real estate number one, you also have the equity. So again, that's how some people buy additional property. As a matter of fact, this is what I did. And I bought my house and I used some of the equity when I sold and I bought two houses. You just kind of, Jack. I don't want to say Jack and Jill, I don't know where that came from, but <laughs> kind of layer your purchases. Okay. Um, there was a thought that I almost lost, but oh, it, it, it can also be collateral for additional loans. So really, I don't want to, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to leave people down the path. But your home is more than four walls and a roof, right? There are additional things you can do, in particular because you are you have an asset that is providing equity and provide potential cash flow. Many benefits to home ownership as an individual, as an investor.
0: Wow. So there you have it, folks. I mean, that really makes you think. Um and and if nothing else to do research in your own area where you live for example i'm in ohio i honestly don't know if we can do ADUs but i do know there's a well my own area my own land i could probably put a unit out there
1: but, but, but i know, know there are a big big lot <laughs> of
0: yeah i know a lot of people have a lot of big lots that they really could do that so that's really exciting and so um i think it's also just so helpful to hear about how you have leveraged, as you said, buying a home, but also using it as a business. So as we, you know, tie together real estate business and your own, you know, single family or whatever your uh, particular position is in life that you want to do with it. So with that being said, what is there something special if you want to buy an investment property that's different than if you're buying a personal home?
1: I'm probably going to need you to define special. I mean, I'm not, can you?
0: Well, I'm just saying, you know, are the requirements different from, you know, buying a house, but now I decide I want to also buy um, business property investment
1: okay. so i will that's say not,
0: that's not my house yes
1: yes so the primary difference is okay um financing the house okay. that's really the primary difference so as as a homeowner the person who's going to live in the home right you can buy a house with as little as three percent down and that's the primary difference is because Lenders know that you're going to live in the house. Um, they're going to look at your uh, finances a little bit differently. They look at your debt to income ratio and whether or not you can afford it, right? But now, 3% is a particular loan. We've talked about that in, I think our second June podcast as far as some of the different programs, right? So mm-hmm. that's, your, that's tip, 3% is typically your FHA, but it may be a Fannie Mae and or Freddie Mac. Again, lots of programs out there. Why you want to talk to your friendly realtor? But in terms of an investor buying a house, you actually have to put more skin in the game. So um, you will typically need to put at least 25 to 30% down. Oh, or okay. you want to do what's called some creative financing. Creative does not mean illegal. That mm. means there's more than one way to skin the cat. And yes. so you may be able to, depending on if you find a motivated seller, a motivated seller is someone who must sell. So they're willing to be more flexible. Maybe- that seller is willing to carry the note and that means instead of going through a bank you can use the seller financing because all he needs or she all she needs is a regular monthly check so you agree on a price there is still a down payment because there must be you know they need to move and do other things so there will be um an initial lump sum but it does not have to be that 25 to 30 percent as long as you make agree on the terms because that's what it's all about It's the terms. The terms are always negotiable and you just mm-hmm. need to be innovative. That was a better word. Let's be innovative about your approach. You can get seller financing for one. Maybe you have silent investors who just want to provide uh, some part of the down payment or some part of, you know, everybody wanted to be a flipper. They wanted to buy a house that need to be fixed up and then renovate it and then sell it for profit. So you can get partners you know, in the deals, so that there's um, that you get your foot in the door, and it's some it's an excellent way to start. There's so many different things you can do with real estate, and I was about to go on a tangent, but you know what? <laughs> I'm bringing it right. All away. right.
0: Well, you know, one thing uh, that's true, and so uh, to so so that I can allow you to keep that excitement going, you are a living example of being single and being a woman and doing exactly what we're talking about and so um, I really just want you to say hey ladies here I am not that we're not talking to men but you know what let's face it women have more doubts Um, they've been left in certain circumstances and so from your lips to others give them the word yes it can be done single ladies
1: you have my blessing. Yes, go forth and prosper. So I am a statistic. I'm a, I'm a divorced woman, empty nester, all the adjectives. And as I said, so what happens is I set a goal to own my first house by the time I was 30. I remember that thought. I went to a workshop and pressed no change. Or, really, I bought a house. Now, I will say, honestly, at that time I was married. So that was just my first foray. But from there, we bought a second house. And that second house became mine as we went our separate paths. And I used the equity from that house to buy two. I bought a condo and a rental. Um, So I'm just telling you, I just felt so strongly about home ownership. And I have a healthy dose of why not me? So mm-hmm. I recommend that right. you get up every day and you flex that muscle, why mm-hmm. not me? And you go forth and you follow your goals. And so that was, I don't know which house ago, I'm in another, how did I get this house? Um, I don't remember. How I this house. So it wasn't like I used equity from before. So I guess I did the old fashioned way. I had, actually I used a, 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 a VA loan. So VA loans do not require you have a down payment, you have to pay those closing costs, also, so it's not free to get in the door. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like I said, there are different ways. That just happened to be my benefit that I was able to use a VA loan, but I also used equity in that first house to buy second house, rather to buy two more properties. So, as I said, I think that's probably my first question: is that equ- the how home ownership is a stepping stone for wealth building? And as a late bloomer. um, I do feel that these these houses will help me with my retirement. So, so many different ways. Don't be afraid. Sally forth, reach out if you need some support, but I highly recommend that. I want you to know that you can do it on your own. You don't need to have someone buy a house with you, Mm -hmm. but you can if necessary. Um, Because, you know, again, they do look at your debt to income ratio, depending on what your income is but there are many different ways to get into a house.
0: I mean, personal testimonies are really important because sometimes people hear, they read, but it's really helpful, I always feel, someone to see and hear and they can say, wow, well, why not me? So thank you very much for sharing that, you know, because some people, that's the other side, they don't wanna share, right? So thank you, I think that's very uh, valuable. Well, I'm going to divert a little bit here. So when we talk about where we are today, so I'm going to delve into the question that some are asking about and wondering, technology. Technology is king today, right? I don't know why they say king. Maybe they're, and you know, it's queen too, right? Because we got women techies out there, but however, so... I saw this uh, the other day, and it was a realtor who was giving her views about this. And so the comment had to do with that realtors are now using AI, artificial intelligence. So the question would be: okay, if you're using artificial intelligence, one, even the realtor, let's, you know, let's take it from a realtor's point of view. A realtors using artificial intelligence, and somebody else could say, "Well, why do I need a realtor? That's one way of looking at that, or in your role, how do you see artificial intelligence impacting what you do, what you offer in your services?
1: I feel that um specifically AI, artificial intelligence is here to say, and you must embrace it and learn to work with it. But at the end of the day, it is machine learning. And as a matter of fact, it's not always, it's not machine learning. I shouldn't have even used that term, but it is, what people don't remember about artificial intelligence is that it is only, only—oh, is this is—it is It is only up to 2021. So it's not even current. But what it can do is it can facilitate some of the communication, some of the automation, some of the steps. There's a lot to buying and selling real estate. And mm-hmm. so time is everything. You say tech is king. Well, time is queen. How about that? Because uh, you know we only really have so many hours in the day and it is a tool. It's just like anything else that you see online. It's a tool that can be utilized And even though people say, well, you know, I can find my own house. Maybe you can. Um, There are a lot of platforms out there with housing uh, listings, right? But you know what? On the other side of that listing is a realtor. Um, There's still a transaction. There's still light years worth of paperwork. Mm -hmm. And there are, there's um, three different parties, if you will. Okay. Two parties, but one facilitator, which is your title company. Um, So, one of the benefits of using a realtor is having those relationships because when you buy a house, number no you have to be uh, it has to be appraised, but that is through your lender usually. Um, but there's also, uh, you know, the home inspection. You want to have that, you know, house inspected from roof to cellar, and the title company. Those relationships, as far as you know, timing and facilitating and dialing all the eyes and crossing all the T's. I mean, every every uh home purchase has at least an inch worth of paperwork. Mm-hmm. And it is so much, it's critical that you have someone uh to answer questions, to explain, to remind, to you know, keep it all moving forward, just like corraling cats, right? You gotta, <laughs> you gotta get everybody moving in the same direction. So that uh realtor uses technology to facilitate and to assist. But I don't see it replacing the human side because those interactions, those relationships, they're all critical to buying a home.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I think that's kind of what this lady said. And so, um, so you gave a lot of reasons why one should have a realtor. But What separates you from other realtors? Why should they select you?
1: Excellent question. I do like the tough ones. So here's a scoop WYSIWYG. I learned that top term I don't know how many years ago. I think I was in college, community. It was in community college I was taking a computer class. Yeek. My last one, sadly. So, <laughs> WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get.
0: I love I it. I love it. Mm-hmm.
1: Can only act in one way and that is with integrity and you know concern for my buyers my buyers unhappy mama ain't happy so i really i just for my approach is educational
0: okay.
1: my con, my commitment is the concern and integrity to see the see the deal through to your satisfaction so there are some, as a matter of fact, I was just scolded recently. You know, we do whatever we can to close the deal. Well, it doesn't do to close a deal if the buyer isn't happy. Yeah. So you have to be careful on who you work with. You need to choose wisely. And I, of course, I mean, choose me, but I, I act from, I, I want to create an educational and informative relationship so that you feel confident that you have made a good decision that you know what you're doing. And, of course, that you're entirely satisfied with the purchase. So those are, I don't know how many, three, four, five good reasons to work with Larissa, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I am there by your side to see it through to your satisfaction. It's not my satisfaction. It's not about the commission, because I can't, honestly, I would feel guilty if I took the money and ran, and you're over there grousing about, well, she made me buy. I will never
0: make you buy. Thank you for that. Uh, I, I... I Might have been a tough question, but I do know how important that question is. And I know that, first of all, you are very knowledgeable about the real estate business. And, you know, there's nothing like a fast talker who's very knowledgeable, but they are just that person who are just about to commission. And they're fast talking you. Maybe you're not following and sometimes you get lulled into something that that's not what you wanted. So I thought it was very very important to for you know our listening audience to know what separates you from the pack because integrity is super important and your vested interest I think is uh, just as important. So um, you know hopefully people understand that that really matters because you know, when you buy that property, at the end of the day, you're hoping to have fond memories of the transaction. Things went, you know, fairly well, meaning, you know, some things are out of both buyer and seller's control, as well as the realtor, but that everything that the realtor could have done was accomplished to your satisfaction. So um, I think that's super important. So thank you for that. So, Before I ask you or you tell us how people can find you and, you know, get on your uh, schedule to get them going. Is there any last little tidbit that you think is very important that you would like to share?
1: I will just say briefly. And when it comes to real estate, don't listen to the naysayers. All you can do is really educate yourself so that you ask the right questions and that you are informed and confident in your purchase. I, again, it's not the only way to invest in real estate, but buying a property, duplex, fourplex, whatever, those are considered residential uh, properties when you're talking to your lender, but you know, it's like um, physician heal thyself, buyer know thyself. So, just again, really think it through. We want you to get involved, but we want you to be successful with your purchase because there are a couple things that could go wrong. So, Mm -hmm. again, at least
0: choose
1: choose the realtor that you are comfortable with. Um, If you're in California, please feel free to reach out. But um, even though today, there are a couple question marks about today about the economy at the end of the day, you know, if you look at the trajectory ever since they've been counting real estate has gone up now in some years has gone up this way, and then some years has gone up this way. Um, and it's just like the stock market, there are days when it feels like it's going to go down, but historically over time, because this is not, I'm not suggesting you buy a house if you're only going to be there for one year because I don't know that it's worth the grief, but if you are in a place where this is going to be your home, you plan to be here for the next period of time, you know, people do buy a starter home, if you will. You don't have to buy the Taj Mahal. I recommend that you don't buy the Uh Taj Mahal, not the first time around, because there's no reason for all that space. Um, You know, buy below your approval level, just so you get in, you get comfortable, you get knowledgeable, and you make some good choices. And then you can move up, to another level if that's what you choose to do. But the important thing is to just get started. That's really what I wanna say. Investors, this can really help you grow your portfolio as part of your diversification. You don't wanna put all your eggs in one basket. As a homeowner, there are many different ways to get into the home. There are different ways to pay for the home once you are in it. And there's enough on the table, actually for everybody to have a little piece of the pie. And so whichever side of the table that you're sitting on, I do recommend that you look at real estate as part of your wealth building, portfolio diversification. There's plenty there for everyone.
0: Wow. I mean, you know, hey, that might, you know, make some of us go and do a little bit more. Wow. That was really, really very helpful, informative, exciting. And hey, You are, you got your own company, the Larisa Group. You know, a lot of people can't say that. So that is really outstanding. And with that, can you give at least verbally where people can find you? But we also will put links into this podcast trailer when you uh, follow up, listen to this again, because there's so many nuggets and, you know, and because we ask you to share our information, you know, you may not be wanting to buy something, but maybe somebody else wants to buy it, either property or house. I always tell people, keep, be open to what people are talking about. So these podcasts are to help you who, who you know, sign on to listen, but it's also, you know, two months from now, you may remember this one and go back and share it with somebody else. So we always ask you to share and for your own personal use you never know when you want to have this but i think this is really one of those invaluable uh informative podcasts that you want to keep hold of because you know life happens things change and if you're not ready today you may be ready tomorrow so with that Larissa, how can people find you all righty so of course i'm on all the
1: socials uh, I am on Instagram. What is called Larissa Home and Realty is my handle on Instagram. I do have a YouTube channel where I put up helpful videos on how to choose a lender, questions you should ask. And um, that is Larissa Troach Real Estate. That is the that YouTube channel. But, you know, just make sure that you come back to our podcast. Um, that's where all the, That's where all the goods are. Every Sunday, we do post a unique podcast, informative to help the lady boss get ahead. And I will just say that because I really feel strongly about it, I will be holding a home buyer workshop on Saturday, July 22nd. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. And we will see you next time.
0: See you there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I I'm sorry. I have to add just one more comment. So I, what I was reminded of, because I, well, um, I talked to some realtors, and you know we know realtors are everywhere, but I declare they're not the they are not all the same. I know Louisa is special, and I not to give a plug out to anybody else. But the reason I'm coming back to this is sometimes people forget all the nuggets that you heard. I can assure you what we have talked about this past month and what Larissa has shared today. You probably didn't get that from somebody else. So don't go and and get another realtor. Give Larissa a call. All right. And with that, we will be with you next week. Thank you for listening. And we will bring you some more exciting, wonderful input that you can use.
1: Cheers. See you next time.
0: Goodbye.